Hey guys, uh, this is Chris. And this is David. And uh, we are here to introduce you to our first mini-series. It is our Commissioner Candidate mini-series. And we are here to talk to you a little bit real quick about what you're about to listen to. Hey guys, uh, this is Chris. And this is David. And uh, we are here to introduce you to our first mini-series. It is our Commissioner Candidate mini-series. And we are here to talk to you a little bit real quick about what you're about to listen to. Right. So this episode that you're about to listen to is the candidates that are running for the District 1 spot on the commission. Uh, you can think of it kind of as your local congressman. Uh, in this episode, in no particular order, you will hear Miss Shonda Griffin and Mr. Jordan Johnson. And I will say, all people that you've heard in this episode will be qualified come voting day. They will be on your ballot. So we have five individuals running for District 1. Five total candidates. Correct. And the way that we contacted them was we um, sent them all the same email, a personal email, and four out of the five reached out to us with open arms with being a part of this podcast. So one was not on this podcast, but that person is still running they just were not on this podcast. And, and specifically, Dolly Jones, Frazier. There was no reason, just no response. So we moved on with it. Um, that being said... So essentially, what we did is we brought as many commissioner candidates, and you'll see this also for Districts 3, 5, 7, and Super District 9 as we continue this. Um, we brought them into our studio to ask each one of them the same seven questions... And our goal is that hopefully by the end of this episode, by the end of each set of questions, you guys at home will get to know each candidate a little bit better and you'll be able to make the most informed decision possible. So those of you that don't know, District 1 is downtown area and it is also, it, it encompasses east side of Augusta. So um, that being said, we want to shout out our big sponsor for this mini series, Second City Distilling Company. And uh, thank you for letting us use your space as a form and place to have this interview. Thank you. Those of you that listen to our show normally, this is going to be a different format. There is zero conversation. We ask the question, our candidate answers, and we move on to the next question. Because we are formal and we are great Pundits. Yes. So enjoy the show and uh, let us know what you think on our Facebook or Instagram. And David, without further ado, here's the show. Here we go. So today, we are here with Miss Shonda Griffin. Hello. And we got a couple questions for you, Miss Griffin. As you know, we're going to ask all the District 1 Commissioner candidates, thank you, Chris, the same <laughs> questions. Yes. 
And so I'll let Chris start. Um, for the listeners at home, if you don't know what District 1 is, it is huge. It is basically yes. all of downtown Augusta. Please look it up. Please look up um, the districts on the city website. You can look at the map. There's a district map all there. It doesn't really make sense. <laughs> but if you look at the District 1 and it's, it's blued out, you'll see downtown Augusta, all the block system. And then you'll see also, I want to say near Sam Bart. A little bit Wrightsboro Road up to Washington Road, as a matter right. of fact, as well. So it doesn't really make sense no. to the naked eye, but you need to know it's a big district. It's an important district, especially for the growth that's going on. So without further ado, we're going to ask you question number one. Sure. Question number one. Yes. And, and I'll take this since Go Chris just took over some conversation <laughs> from me. So, Ms. Griffin. Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself in relation to the city of Augusta, and tell us why you decided to run for commission. Oh, that's good. Okay, so I was born here um, when Trinity Hospital was St. Joseph's. Okay. Uh, that's that's way back when. Um, my father was a Marine, so we kind of left. We weren't supposed to be here. My mom is from okay. Aiken, um, Aiken County, New Wellington area, mm-hmm. and so we came home for Christmas. Um, I moved back here 12 years ago to take care of my mother. My mother got sick. They told me that she wasn't going to make it. So it really was supposed to be an in and out kind of a thing. I was supposed to come in, help take care of family affairs, and then be out, just go back away. But my mother got better. And so I stayed. And I noticed when I was here that my first year here was just like, man, I just kind of feel like I stepped back in time. And I kept hearing so much about Augusta's potential, potential, potential. And I remember my dad used to tell me, don't complain about someplace you are unless you're willing to do the work to make the changes. So I started just getting involved in community. And I'm usually a behind the scenes person. I don't have to step back to get work done. I just do the work that needs to be done. Um, I got involved in some various organization. I was um, director of voter engagement for the Young Democrats here. Um, I worked with Pro-Georgia, helping to uh, restore voting rights for those who have had criminal records. And so I've just done various things throughout the community. I have three daughters. Mm -hmm. What sparked it was the last commissioner's race, where we just kind of like, people are not being heard. My neighbors, people that look like me, people who don't look like me, people who have been through things, Mm -hmm. they weren't being heard. But what really got my attention was when my daughter said, I can't wait to leave Augusta. We hate it here. There's nothing to do for us. There's nothing here for young people. We just, let's move back to a bigger city. And I'm thinking, man, I chose this place for my home. I love Augusta. I love the nightlife. I love the art scene. What did I do wrong? And so I started talking to them and their classmates, and they're figuring out, well, why don't you want to stay here? Because they don't want us here. They're not making Augusta to where we want to be a part of it. We're not involved in anything that's going on. If you're not involved in politics, if you're not an athlete, or if you're not involved in the art sector, there's really nothing for you to do. So they felt. And so I felt like, okay, so what can we do different? How can we do that differently? And then visiting my neighbors, my seniors. So I live in East Augusta, what they call the bottom. Um, I thought it was very strange because it's a nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, why is it called the bottom? What, what's going on? My neighbors feel like they're not being heard. My senior neighbors, I'm surrounded by seniors, which I absolutely love being surrounded by seniors because it's so peaceful and quiet. My neighbors feel like 
they make it impossible for us to be involved. The commission meetings are two o'clock in the afternoon. We can't really get there. If I'm in a one income household, I can't take off from work to get there. They make it impossible for us to be involved. And they make it so that our seniors, our elderly, our, our veterans, they don't feel involved. We all talk a great game about what we promise to do. I got involved because people who look like me need to be heard. Since being in Augusta, I've been homeless. I lost everything I owned. I got involved with Interfaith person, uh, Hospitality, which is now Family Promise Augusta. And I realized, yeah, it's sometimes hard for people who are disenfranchised for, I may not have the right address. I may not have the right income bracket. It's kind of hard for me to get my voice heard. So who else? than the person who's been on that side. I'm not riding on the coattails of what my parents did mm -hmm. because they did their things. I'm talking about stuff I've actually lived as an adult. So when you're kids, you don't necessarily understand that you're poor or that you don't have because mom and dad do a good job of hiding. I got involved because it's time to bring fresh ideas. It's time to bring new ideas. It's time to speak for everybody and not just those who are politically affiliated. That's why I got involved because I want my daughters to move back home because I'm not going nowhere. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I've been here 12 years and I'm going to continue to be here and I want my daughters to come back home. And I, I hope someone recorded that. That was pretty good. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> I very hope you did. Well, is that... this thing going? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I, that was a great answer. I'm just kind of halfway answered the question yeah. number two. Question number, that's why I'm stammering. <laughs> it was, it, okay. It, it you got us beat over But here. I'm going to ask the question just because I want to make sure we're sure. all asking the questions. Question number two is, how long have you lived in the District 1, and what are your favorite places to spend time with family, friends? What's your What do you like to do here in Augusta? Okay, so um, I'm an outside person. Okay. I really, really, really love the outside. So... I just discovered, I want to say a couple of years ago, back on the canal, the little swimming hole. Mm, and yeah. we spent <laughs> our entire summer, my daughters and I, at the swimming hole, sliding down the big the rock. Ray's Aqueduct. Yeah, is that yep, what it's called? We call it called. the swimming hole. Like we, We're it's just a, as country as we want to be. Yeah. We call it the swimming hole. Yeah. Coming down, jumping from the top waterfalls. Oh, yeah. I love outdoor activities. My daughters are not athletes. Um, I got a dancer, um, I got a chemist, and I got an animal lover in my house. So we do things that cater to their likes. Mm. I like poetry, spoken word. I like music. So going to the bars and hearing live bands for me, going to now that the Miller Theater is up and running, oh, yes. going to the Miller Theater and just enjoying the shows. I love to be out and about. But what I really like are quiet spaces. Mm. So I like finding those spaces because I write. So I like finding those spaces where I can just sit. I can just be quiet, sit to myself. So I live in East Augusta. East View is at the end of my street. I usually kind of go down there in the morning, walk my commune with God. Sometimes I go and sit on the swing set. I'm telling nobody I'm swinging on the kids' swing, but I swing on the <laughs> swing set. And I just enjoy outside. District 1 has a lot of beautiful places. Yeah. Yes, um, it does. A lot of places that if we just open up the possibilities for people to kind of, and I'm secretive. You know, if I find a good spot and it's yeah. all mine, I kind of don't want to tell everybody. Right. But we have a lot of beauty here. 
in District 1. It's not like everybody has portrayed it to be run down, mm-hmm. overgrown, things right. of that nature. Um, when I first started, I lived off of Mike Pageant Highway in Apple Valley. And then after being homeless, I resided in Harrisburg. Um, through Action Ministries. I was there in a transitional house. And then after my time was over in the program, I moved to Sibley Street at the end of Broad Street, right across from the fire station. And then um, from there, I got my home in East Augusta, and I've been there for five years, six years now, well, five years. Yeah. So this is a little bit off topic. All right. So the private sector is making a pretty positive impact, in our opinion, in the downtown area. Yes. Um, But the private sector has proven that without the public sector's support, uh, it can't have longevity. Right. Uh, Do you plan to work with the private sector and use that? And if so, how would you work with local businesses? Ooh, that's a great question. So, yes. So here's what I've always said. You cannot invite people into your home to make changes until you yourself are ready to make those changes. So we can invite the private sector in, and they are more than welcome to come in and partner with us. But this is our home. We can't allow other people to come in and make changes that we don't deem necessary or that we don't want right now. I know a lot of people right now, the hot topic is the parking meters. We have a company that is from outside this city, outside this state, that has come in and done a review of our city. Well, where are the people that you talk to about how do they feel about parking downtown and helping to come up with solutions? As a small business owner myself, I would have loved to have been in that conversation to say, well, here's what I'm noticing when I come to work. Here's what I notice when I try to find parking. And here's what my customers have said. But I do recognize that in order to have growth, we have to have people who can see the beauty of Augusta and want to help promote it. So we can come together, round tables, don't have to pay for all these studies, get your people, get my people, and we can sit down and we can come up with our own ideas to help rescue ourselves and to help change our own city. Okay, so knowing the structure of how current commission, the current commission works, mm-hmm. um, which is teamwork, is essential. Yep. Um, it's essential to create positive growth. What, what do you think you will bring to the table? Ooh, listen, I have an act. I was just telling someone this this morning. I, I've gone my whole life not understanding what it is about me, what I have written across my face that make random strange people walk up and start telling their life story. Or just, you know, my dog died and it had, and I'm just like, sir, I don't know you. <laughs> I'm able because, and I'm glad that this is a nonpartisan position. Mm-hmm. I'm able, I don't, I don't care who you vote for. I care about my city. Mm-hmm. I'm able to work with you no matter who you are, no matter where you reside, whether you live in District 1 or not. I'm able to think outside the box. I'm able to step back, because I, I receive criticism very well. And I usually take what you need, throw the bones out. My grandparents just always say, get the meat, throw the bones out. I'm able to dissect what's being presented, because this is not about me. This seat belongs to the people. And it's not about what I want, because there are some things that are being voted on, and I would say, well, I really wouldn't have done that for myself. But the people want it. I will present it to my, my constituents. So here's what's going on. Here's what's being presented. 
What do you think? And then I come back to my colleagues. So here's what I think we should do. Here's why I think we should consider this. Let's look at this. I have a knack of using a little bit of laughter to get people to relax and to kind of open up because there's no judgment. Listen, I ain't mad at you. It doesn't matter if you get the credit for it or I get the credit for it. As long as the job gets done, it doesn't matter who proposal it is. The greater good is the city and the people that it will affect as a whole, not us. This seat does not belong to us. It belongs to the people. So being able to work across the aisles, being able to work with my colleagues to say, let's look at the bigger picture and not what we feel we should do. Wow. So I like you. You make me feel good about myself with the wows. And I mean, wow. I'm, yeah, I'm just blown away. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> I'm glad you're taking a video because if you weren't, if you weren't, it would seem like she was reading. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm, really I'm really not. I'm really not. Make sure. That is, Anyways. That's her passion. So the population of Augusta is changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, jobs are changing. Millennials are taking over. Uh, the old things about the city are, are changing. They're leaving. They're dying. The average taxpayer in downtown is between 26 and 35 years old. Do you feel like you have a good connection with that demographic? And what kind of ideas do you have to improve the city for that demographic? Okay, so let me answer the first part of that question. That's okay. Do I feel I have a connection with that demographic? I do. Um, My oldest child is 22 years old. Being able to relate and hear. I've... I take it like I did my parenting. Your voice matters. Where you live, how you feel, your surroundings, it matters to you. So it matters to me. I may not agree with it, and I may not eventually go along with it, but I will hear you. And I am open to, even if my mind is set on one thing, I am open to saying, you know what? I was wrong about that. Mm -hmm. Let's try it this way. Because nothing beats a fan. And this has been my motto for years. The worst you can tell me is no. The absolutely worst thing that can happen is it don't work. And I'm right back to where we were. And then let's start again and try something new. One of the things I would like to do. So I was noticing one of my passions is youth. When I hear the youth saying that there's nothing here to do. There is nothing going on in Augusta for them. If you're not an athlete, if you're if you're not an artist, there's really nothing to do. So what I started looking at, between the ages of 0 to 12, Augusta has done a great job of attracting families and attractions and things that account for that age group. But once you get about the age of 12, you're kind of like, all right, well, good luck and, and you know, start focusing on college. Yeah. We want our kids to be kids, but then we force them to grow up in so many ways. And I was talking one day to my daughters. I was like, man, I really wish I could go outside and, and, and play double dutch. And my daughter was like, what's double dutch? And I'm like, I have failed you as a parent if you don't know what double dutch is. So one of the things I'm working on is there's a double dutch organization. How do we bring stuff like that to the city of Augusta? Something that's out of the box that nobody's thought about. How do we start a kickball organization? How do we start um, um, traveling groups? How do we get our youth involved in things that they want to do? Instead of, listen, if you're between that age of 17 to 20, you can't drink, you can't go to clubs. So what are you to do? How do we get you involved? I want to make sure that all of our young people have access 
to the things that interest them. Double Dutch is just one of the ideas I'm working on. I have a notebook of stuff that young people from the college have talked about. And if you say it and it sounds good, I'm writing it down. I'm going to write it down and I'm going to research how we can get, because I don't have the answers to everything. That's just one thing I want people to know. I'm one person on that commission. My one vote has to go along with others to make a thing happen. And that goes back to how you asked, how would I be able to work with them to get it? Listen, I got to come with the facts. I got to show you people want this. I got to start with the people first. Do you want this? Is this something that you would participate in? And then bring it before the board and say, hey, I think we should look at doing this for the people. I, I'm, I don't know it all. I don't know it all. And if the idea that I come up with sounds like crap, I want somebody to tell me, oh, that's a load of crap. That's a load of crap. And I'm a straightforward person. You know, I don't mean any disrespect to anyone. I hope sure. I didn't offend anyone by saying crap. Uh, <laughs> People have tried to say worse things on this podcast. Oh, well, then there you go. Um, but yes, if, if I don't know, if I don't have an idea for something fully, mm-hmm. And then I don't have a problem saying, well, I don't know. How about you share your ideas with me and then let's develop. And then I even will come and say, hey, I was thinking about this. What do you think? How does this sound? Because I can think of some off the wall kind of a thing. Um, we want more art stuff, more relatable art stuff between that age. Well, live art. There was a display. I'm, I'm a massage therapist. So I remember once in Atlanta, we went to a cadaver visit um, ex- exhibition in Atlanta where it was real live cadavers of different parts of the body. That was so intriguing to me and other young people. It was young people there. Those are the kind of things that we need to bring in. The art community here has done a great job. And I think that would be something amazing to bring in that would get other people in. Um more active stuff. It would be nice if Augusta had a softball team. Things just to do something different. Right. Okay. So, did, did you ask the last question? Yes, I did. I'm losing track of, of these <laughs> questions. Chris is blacking out. With these. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, so he's like getting drawn in. Yeah. Uh, okay, question number six, people. Uh, if the com- this is more of a fun question. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. If the commission received a one million dollar grant to use on the city any way you wanted, Ooh. one what- million dollar block grant. Yes. What Ooh. would you do with it, and why? <sighs> okay, infrastructure first of all, because it floods. I mean, it's almost like having your own pool when it <laughs> rains down there. Um, <laughs> like you know. Definitely the infrastructure, definitely. Um, more flowers. The the Parks and Recreation Department has done a great job in, in keeping our thoroughways clean mm-hmm. and, and beautified and things. And we have a lot of beautiful groups that would do that. Um, making sure our vets have a place to go. We have a lot of homeless veterans. Um, and as a veteran myself, that's very near and dear to me. Um, making sure that they have places to go. I would love to build a little tiny home village. I see other cities there. I was reading an article where a city had completely eradicated their homelessness because they built apartments and little tiny houses and everything. And if you were homeless, you you were able to come in and live until you got back on your feet. It wasn't a, a permanent housing thing, but it was something to help you until you get back on your feet. So I would love to do that. Um, 
I'm a, I'm a bacon enthusiast, so I, you know, it'd be I like nice. where this is going. Yeah, you know, you, know, you sure said fun. You said like, fun. And I was yeah, like, yeah, like and this fun. is hypothetical stuff. Right. If like, it's I, a bacon I, festival, I'm voting for yeah, you every Right. That's, like, <laughs> that's what I was saying. It's always in Columbia. It's always somewhere. Listen, Augusta has enough people here that we hold that bacon festival. It's a done deal. We've, listen, I think a bacon festival can be bigger than a mess. Real quick. Baking or bacon? Bacon. Oh, no, you're right. The pig. That's what I was hoping. B-A-C-O-N. Listen, I can't bake. I'd be down for baking, too. No, no, I'm a cook, but I'm not a baker. B-A-C-O-N. More entertainment, outdoor entertainment um, for us. Yeah, but yeah, that bacon festival. I would love that. I'll tell you what. I'm trying to tell you, if it wasn't, I would have to rank it. The tiny home village for the homeless veterans and the homeless in general, and then the bacon festival, and then everything else. You know. So we got one final question for you, Miss Shonda. Okay. And it's the question we ask all of our guests all right. that we've ever had on the show. Oh, I f- I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't so, know. so our name, uh, we're Drop the Disc. We drop the disc from Augusta. Right. And we want to know, and we've kind of heard from you about this already a little bit. Yep. But we want to know from your perspective, for you personally, what dropping the disc from Augusta means to you oh it means getting rid of the stigma it get it means getting rid of the stereotypes when i first heard that um disgusta i really thought did they not know how to say augusta like what is what is that so when you i learned spell right like when i learned they're disgusted with augusta well that means you're not happy with what's going on in your city so that means let's flip the script since you're disgusted with it, well then let's flip it around to make sure that you're proud of Augusta. So we're dropping the disc, we're letting go of the stereotypes, we're getting rid of all the stigma that comes with being in Augusta. Because Augusta is a great city. Augusta is a great city. I saw someone post one day, um, Atlanta is a great place to visit, but Augusta is a great place to live. And that is absolutely amazing. Again, I want my daughters to come back home. Right. Yeah. I want them to go off and get their education and bring it back here because we have got to train up tomorrow's leaders where you mentioned we're dying off mm. we're not gonna live to get forever like and as we learned this past sunday we can go at any time doing anything we have got a true leader prepares the next leaders to come we're not sitting here trying to hold these seats to make these seats ours and keep everything as is we're preparing the next generation to come in and to take over and to make it better to piggyback off of what we've done and to make it better for those to come after them that's what that means let's change the stigma Augusta, there's nothing disgusting about this Augusta, except for we don't have a bacon festival. There you go. But other than that, there's nothing disgusting about Augusta. So I'm glad you guys did change the name of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That was definitely in the works. Yeah, I enjoy and I have enjoyed listening to your works, too. Well, thank you. So one thing I would like you to do, Mm -hmm. if you would like to tell our listeners how they can learn more information about you. Yes. You have a website. Yeah, I do. I don't know if you want to be contacted. You just... I do. Listen, listen. Tell you can our elevator pitch. Okay. So listen, I am and and my my campaign manager, my sister, always tell me all the time, stop putting yourself out there so openly and vulnerable. Listen, my phone number is 706-941-7720. Listen, I may I not. You can hear her campaign manager. I may not answer your call because I don't answer unknown numbers. But if you text me. 
I will respond immediately. Not immediately, immediately. <laughs> you can contact me on um, www.electshonda.com and that's S-H-A-W-N-D-A.com. You can inbox me. I'm on Facebook. It's Shonda Griffin. You can inbox me. Listen, I don't mind hearing from the people. This is the only way that I'll learn what you want. This is the only way I'll learn what you don't like, what you wish was done different, what you should. <laughs> I'm real. I'm, and I welcome dissenting opinions. If you agree with me, if you disagree with me, I'll never learn unless I'm willing to listen. And I'm willing to listen. So contact me. Oh, y'all are too kind. Listen, I'm just all right, guys. This was some bacon. Miss, (laughs) please bring us bacon. This is this is Miss Shonda Griffin. Yes, she's running for District One Commission. Yes, vote May 19th. Please join Team Shonda. Welcome your time, your donations. If you want to knock on doors with me, if you want to send out flyers, if you want to donate your money, we have five dollar Fridays, five dollars to the campaign. Help the campaign keep going. We are grassroots. That's what we are. Make sure you text her. Yeah. Text me too. Yes. Text me. Don't send no. Don't send no uh, uh, illicit pictures. <laughs> I'll send you to Richmond County Sheriff's Department. There you go. Well, thank you so thank much. You so thank you for having me, guys. This has been awesome. Once again, the voice you just heard was the voice of Miss Shonda Griffin. And coming up next, we have Mr. Jordan Johnson. We are here in um, Second City Distillery again for another interview with um, a candidate from District 1. Uh, We are here with Jordan Johnson. Jordan Johnson. Mr. Johnson. And uh, we're going to start off with question number one. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself relating to Augusta and why did you decide to run for District 1? Sure. Well, well, thank you all for, first of all, thank you all for having me on on the show. Thank you Uh, for coming. Thank you. Of course. I know I made a joke about being in a room full of whiskey. I think that's that's pretty fun, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What better setting? (laughs) Talking about myself, District 1 and whiskey is pretty cool. No, but um, my name is Jordan Johnson. I was born and raised right here in downtown Augusta, East Augusta to be more exact. Um, my mom, she worked at Augusta, Uni- well, she studied at Augusta State then, Augusta University now. She studied to become a nurse, okay. which she did when she was a registered nurse. My dad worked at a factory, RBW, off of Riceboro Road next to the old Sweetheart Cup. Okay, sir. Um, but I was born and raised here in Augusta. Never lived anywhere else in my life. Um, I've visited other cities, been all over the country, but Augusta's home. Mm-hmm. Um, about myself, uh, you know, I was the baby of the family until my baby sister came years down the line. Mm-hmm. So I always tell the story about how my mom and dad worked very hard. They worked during the era where, you know, fighting against the odds was as easy as breathing. It was as, as, as common as breathing. Yeah. I mean, but even though they had to fight hard every single day, sometimes working more than one part-time job, um, they were able to thrive. And I, that's why I'm running for District 1, because in this district, you have so many families who have the same story that my family have. Mm-hmm. You know, you have folks who are fighting the odds every day, and then you have folks who are on, uh, you know, in positions to help fight the odds. And quite frankly, I've been in both positions. 
when you look at District 1, you see a, 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 a picture that's, you know, different from any other districts. Right. You have pockets of, of poverty next to pockets of wealth. You have areas that are thriving next to areas that have been underserved for decades. And in those areas that have been underserved for decades, you have people who have been fighting and who've just been trying to keep their head above water for decades. And I feel as though um, as a commissioner, there are things that we can do policy wise to help our help our city out and not to get people handouts. But to kind of help them up, you know, mm-hmm. help them become, you know, additions to the tax base. And that's right. why I'm running. That's why I'm running for District One Commission because Augusta and, this, and just District One as a whole, downtown Augusta, is such a beautiful place, and we're at such a pivotal point. <clears throat> so I believe that we need a representative that understands that. And I feel like I'm that guy. Got it. Thank you. Well, so speaking of District One, sure. so you've kind of answered this first part already. You got to jump on us of, of how long you've lived in the district. But talk to us about some things that you like. Some of your favorite things to do in the city. Oh man, let's see. Um, guilty pleasure. So I, I've been trying to, you know, control my control my weight, keep my waistline, you know, from okay. expanding. Constant battle. You know what? But farmhouse, that's my favorite place to get a burger downtown. Yeah. So let's see. What's more, some of my favorite things to do around the district? Eat at farmhouse. Get a burger. <laughs> get a burger. Um, Let's see. I enjoy the um, the jazz concert series down at Augusta Commons yeah. throughout the spring and summer. Yeah. I like to take my blanket down or take a, a lawn chair and listen to the jazz, listen to some of the concert series that the city puts on. Anytime there's a good show at the James Brown Arena or at the at Bell Auditorium in the Miller, I like to try to go there. Yeah. I think the last one I went to was Dinah Ross to my mom. And the funny wow. thing about it, my mom grew up idolizing Dinah Ross. Yeah. And when she was younger, Dinah Ross came to Augusta. My grandma wouldn't let her go. So all these years later, Diana Ross comes to Augusta and halfway through the show, my sister goes into labor and gives birth to my to my Holy nephew. Holy crap. So my mom is Diana Ross again. Wow. But anyhow, that was one of the last shows I went Holy to crap. Diana wow. Ross show. Yeah. Um, okay, so private question number three. I have to let you know. Yeah, seven questions. He's yeah. the pace keeper. I don't. I don't say the question. So, I'm, I'm gonna try my best to answer. Answer. You know. Right. Not so long. How about that? <laughs> I appreciate. It. Uh, question number three: The private sector, like we've talked about already, is making such a positive impact in the area. Um, but the private sector has proven it cannot produce longevity without. Uh, the governing body helping out the city government. Um, do you plan to work with the private sector and really use that to your advantage? And, and part B of that question, how will you do that and what will you do with local business? Yeah, so I don't think that we can make progress without partnering with the private sector. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we have this this idea that you know one can happen without the other, and that's not that's not the case. When you're looking at downtown Augusta now, you're having multi-million dollar um, you know housing projects opening up within the next few years. You know, beautiful multi-million dollar um, facilities on the corners of you know over on Sandwich City. Laney Walker Boulevard is getting ready to get one. There's going to be so many out, but that's a partnership between city government and somebody who just wants to open up a facility, the private sector. We can't do one without the other. Um, I think for so long, downtown Augusta has suffered because we haven't understood the value in partnering private and government. Right. When I was in high school, downtown Augusta was a ghost land. But if you look at downtown Augusta now, I mean, it's beautiful. You have so many different, you know, art projects that are getting ready to take place here. Yep. Small businesses are open almost every other month, every other day. You're seeing some type of renovation going on in downtown. Infrastructure is improving. Streetscape is getting ready to happen. So it's important that we need to 
it's important to understand that supporting small business means doing what you can do to support, uh, to offer some type of support with the private sector. Because here's the thing, uh, we can't do it all by ourselves. The city's not making a boatload of money. So we need help. Right. <laughs> we need help. But we also ought to identify any type of policy on that city book that puts small businesses at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some things are necessary, but if it puts a burden on the small businesses, I think we ought to revisit it. Small businesses, in my opinion, is the fabric, it's the heartbeat of the downtown Augusta area. And whatever happens in the heart circulates through the veins. Downtown is the heart of Augusta. Well said, good sir. Thank you. <laughs> so, so knowing the structure of the current commission, uh, teamwork is basically essential sure. in order to get anything done. What do you think you bring to the table as far as teamwork and working with the other commissioners? So, um, good question. I have worked with our commissioners on um, a few projects over the past, you know, six years, six to eight years. I've had an opportunity to get to know them on a personal level. Um, many of them I've been to their homes. Um, I can pick the phone up now and call them at any given time to talk about any given issue. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I, I find value in just building camaraderie with them, not as commissioners, but just as, as human beings. Um, we have this idea that the commission just sort of doesn't get along. They fight and fuss all day. Well, I, you know, that's not necessarily true. They actually get things done. Um, but what they don't get done is usually what's reported. But um, yeah. I am I am very interested in continuing to work with the commissioners, of course, in the capacity of a commissioner. But I've worked with them many years before I even put my name on a declaration of intention to run for office. Um, And I I plan on to continue working with those commissioners. Got it. So question number five, anybody that has already forgotten what question we're on. Uh, (laughs) The population of the city of Augusta is changing, okay? Jobs are changing. There's a millennial influx. You know, the old is leaving, dying. Uh, the average taxpayer in downtown Augusta is ages 26 to 35. Do you feel you have a connection with that demographic? What ideas of improvement do you have for them? I am that demographic. This question Whoa. is different for everybody. <laughs> yeah. This question is different for everybody. You know what? My 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 candidacy serves a few purposes. Of course, I want to be able to make progress in the city. I can't do it by myself, but I also want to be able to use this candidacy as a way to tell young folks in Augusta that you can do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you can run for office, you can have a family, you can work full time. This is not just a retired man sport. Quote, retired man sport. Any woman, any man, anybody who wants to be able to serve this community should be able to. And, you know, before I ran for commission and before I decided to run for commission some years ago, um, I led the Young Democrats. And that organization was just simply uh, getting young people involved in, in government. What we realized was that we couldn't take such a partisan approach to it. Um, that, that don't typically get you too many places. But young folks wanted to be able to know that their voice was important in the city. When you have teenagers graduating high school and immediately looking to get out of Augusta, I think that's a problem. I think that speaks to this notion that Augusta is a retirement city. And it's not. It's not at all. So, I mean, being a part of that demographic, I definitely understand. But we have to reach folks where they are. We have to reach you where you are. You, you may not care about the, the Gold Cross zone right now in Richmond County. But if you live downtown and you're a millennial, you might care about this parking situation. Or you may care about, you know, you know, having a job that can afford, that you that will have 
of you be able to afford your rent or attractions that you can walk to and feel safe doing that. So, I mean, you have to reach young folks where they are. And I am a young folk, so I understand, <laughs> you know, what we're going through. But Augusta is a beautiful place to be. And I think I can relate to them. Absolutely. I am one of them. So uh, I win by default, right? <laughs> I'm just I'm just joking. I'm just joking. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm so, just joking. So this next question this is more of a fun question. Um, so okay. if the commission hypothetical situation, oh, Lord. the commission receives a million dollar grant to use on the city in whatever way that they choose to. If you were given that power to spend that million dollars on the city of Augusta, what is it that you would do with it? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I don't like to choose. You said this was going to be a fun question. So I don't like to choose. Okay, so the biggest issue that we have in this district, in my opinion, going from corner to corner to the, of the district talking to people, we're talking about parks and recs. Dias Park needs a park. They need a recreation center. We're talking about infrastructure renewal. You know, East Augusta floods when it rains. But I think the biggest issue that we're facing in this district is, uh, you know, issues around blight, eradicating blight. In any corner of this district, we face that issue. In Sand Hills, there are blocks, uh, blocks where, where blight has taken over. Downtown, uh, in Old Town, I mean, there's a yeah. block of homes where blight has taken over. We know that blighted properties lead to crime. They're public health concerns. They're eyesores. They're, they, they don't speak to hope. So what would I do with a million dollars? I would put that into some kind of fund to, to eradicate blight, to address the blight issue in our community, whether that's to put it into a community grant fund, uh, whether that's to match some type of grant from the government to, to address blight, um, to support some type of non-government organization that's, you know, in the in the, bite, the blight fight. Um, yeah, I would do that because if you're looking at blight, it's, circ- it's the center of every issue that we're dealing with. No one's going to put a grocery store next to a blighted property. You know, no one's going to build a million dollar housing facility next to a blighted, blighted homes. So, you know, I think we need to really get serious about the quality of our communities, about the, the state of our communities. And we can do some things with a million dollars where blight is concerned. I believe so. Sure. Thank you. So we're Drop the Disc. That's our podcast. That's our podcast. Good. And uh, we are dropping the disc from that old term disgust yeah. or just all that shade that's thrown on the city. And so we always, at the end of every episode, we ask our guests, what does drop the disc mean to you? So this is a personal question. You answer it any way you want. And so, Mr. Johnson, what does dropping the disc mean? <laughs> you know what? Again, I was born and raised in Augusta. Never lived anywhere else in my life. I don't see Augusta as disgusting. I see Augusta as a place where my mom raised us. I see Augusta as a place where I plan to raise my family one day. I see Augusta as a place where the kids that I see every day, 200 to be exact, uh, by way of my job with Boys and Girls Club, Augusta's their home. Augusta's a place where I've been able to grow, been able to matriculate, been able to go to school, you know, to, to become a man, to become a, 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 a well-rounded human being. Augusta's not some place um, that's just filled with, you know, the things that we that we claim that it does. Um but to me, it just it just means seeing Augusta for what we really are. And that means being honest about our problems. But it also means uh, having people who understand what they are and that don't mind putting, you know, creative 
uh, creative ideas together to solve it. So Augusta's not disgusta. To me, I feel like dropping a disc means getting folks involved in a process who necessarily wouldn't be. Folks who they feel like Augusta is a bad place. Get them involved, bring them to the table. I, you know, that's what I plan to do as a commissioner. I plan to create a committee of everyday folks who may feel like Augusta's disgusta. Folks who can't wait to get to Charlotte or can't wait to get to Atlanta, can't wait to go to Jacksonville. I want Augusta to be the place that we all will be proud of 20 years from now. We can look back and say, you know what? When we sat in that wine room, that distillery, that whiskey mm-hmm. room, you know, we talked about X, Y, and Z. And we can look 20 years from now and see what, what we were able to put in place. So no, I don't see Augusta as being some place where it's just hopeless and a terrible community. Augusta is a great community. Um, second largest city in the state of Georgia. So dropping a disc to me means making Augusta home. It's keeping Augusta home. And it's keeping Augusta great. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Augusta's a great place. Well, thank you so much. We do need, you do need to have a chance to shout out any. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this is your chance, you know, don't throw anybody under the bus. <laughs> okay. But shout them out. Anybody you want. Take your time. And any information, if people want to learn more about you, close yes. out with that. You know what? I want to shout out um, everyone that I've had the pleasure of just running into these last six months. I've been on the campaign trail since July. And I've been fortunate enough to run into so many people. I want to shout out, you know, Miss Vivian and and Lainey Walker. You know, she was on my tail about the uh, community center. And shout out Miss Safford and Sand Hill. She was on my tail about blighted properties. Miss <laughs> Hillary in Harrisburg. Like folks who we run into every single day. You know, that that's just passionate about about Augusta, and they just want to see change. You know, Mr. Johnson in Apple Valley. He just wants to see change, and I think that's the that is the common theme that we're running into when we're talking to people every day. Whether they're young folks downtown or senior citizens in, in, in Sand Hills or way out there past the paperboard because that's District One too. Like people really want change. So I want to shout out to everyone who has sent me uh, nice messages on Facebook, folks who sent me mean messages on Facebook, <laughs> people who text me all the time. Thank you. I'm listening. Um, and if you want to get involved in the, in the process, if you want to get involved in the campaign, um, you can do so www.jordanforaugusta.com. We're on Facebook, uh, Jordan Johnson for Commissioner, Twitter at J Johnson Impact, and Instagram at Jordan Johnson. Nope, at Jordan for Augusta. There's too many handles. I, that's, I, a, I, I, that's a lot, man. You're a busy yeah, person. I don't know how to, I don't keep up with that. But, you know, I'm, I'm probably one of the only millennials that only uses Facebook. <laughs> uh, okay. But anyhow, shout out to everybody and, and go follow me. Let's let's have some fun. People are excited about this race. So I just want to be able to keep up with their energy. <laughs> well, the person is Mr. Jordan Johnson. That's me. The district is District 1. He's running for commissioner. Uh, when is the election? Election is May 19th. Election is May 19th. But you can vote um, as early as April 27th in early voting. Early voting. Yep. So vote early or vote on time, but make sure you vote. Make sure you vote. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, that was Ms. Shonda Griffin and Mr. Jordan Johnson. Uh, they are both running for commissioner of District 1, and this concludes the first episode of our commission highlight series. 
Uh, we will be dropping a second episode in your feed soon, which will be part two of the District 1 commissioners. Uh, next week, we will have District 3. After that, we will also have District 5, 7, and 9, so look out for all of that. Uh, if you guys like what we're doing, if you think this is a cool mini series, if you have an idea about somebody that we might want to interview uh, or a cool mini series idea, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Instagram at Drop the Disc Podcast or drop the disc pot at gmail.com. Uh, and please make sure you rate or review the show. Thank you so much.